Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. The walls of Jerusalem are, are being rebuilt about halfway, and as they're, they're getting to, toward the completion, they're beginning to find some opposition coming against them. Let me, let me tell you something. Whenever you're rebuilding what's been destroyed, you're going to get some haters that are going to try to slow you down. The closer you come to your goal, the more your opponents will rise up against you. Look at verse 10 of chapter 4 of Nehemiah. It says, Then Judah said, The strength of the laborers are failing. Have you ever started something strong and all of a sudden started to lose a little steam? You start your diet good and then all of a sudden by start it good on Sunday, by Wednesday it's almost... Okay. Start getting out of, trying to get out of debt. You pay off one credit card and now you want to go celebrate by buying something on the credit card. It says the strength of the laborers are failing and there was so much rubbish. Someone say rubbish. That we were not able to rebuild the wall. Pray with me. Father, help in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to come back to that song uh, at altar time. You may be seated this morning. They begin to rebuild this wall, but they, they kind of hit a stumbling block because all this rubble from the wall that was there before that was knocked down is laying all over the place. Anytime you try to rebuild in your life, the rubble of your past will always get in the way. Say it again, Pastor. The, the rubble is the remnants of maybe your failures, your decisions, uh, the things that you, you, you might have uh, messed up, you might have failed. And every time you try to rebuild the, 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 the memory, the evidence of your failures are always going to be around. You're always going to have rubble in your life. You're always going to have remnants that are going to remind you of your failures. Whether it's the empty beer bottles, whether it's the person laying next to you that you don't recognize or don't even remember their name uh, after you brought them home. You're, you're so messed up that many times... We find ourselves overwhelmed in trying to rebuild. But the rubble keeps rising up. Our past keeps showing up. But whenever we rebuild, there's a gap between our promise. Someone say promise. And our possession. There's a gap between the promise God gives us and where we know we're going to. And that, pro- that gap is called the process. And the problem is, is that no one tells us about the process. No one tells us how hard the process is. We all want to heal our marriages. We all want to get out of debt. We all want to get better. We all want to draw closer to God. But no one tells us about the process between here and the possession. And whenever we start going through the process, it gets difficult. Because the process is hard. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. It's hard at times to to break an addiction. It's hard at times to get out of debt. It's hard to break old mindsets. It's not an easy process. But as they begin to rebuild the wall, they have to go through this process. The process can be difficult. Whenever we rebuild anything in our lives, we have to have determination. Everyone say determination. 
Now, what determination is, in, 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 in Spanish, I think they, they use it as more, uh, do you have the ganas? Do, do you have, do you have that, 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 that passion to get something done? And I think one one of the things that we're finding in this generation, I don't mean this generation as to an age group. I'm talking about this generation as a whole, just everyone alive right now. We are raising a generation that no longer knows what it is to have passion. We're more passionate about our sports teams than we are about life. When's the last time you had passion about what you did? When's the last time you had passion about your job? When it's the last time you had passion for your marriage, for your children, for your community, or something outside of yourself. Because we live in a time that if it doesn't bless me, then I don't have time for it. Because we're living in a time where we no longer have passion about things that don't fill my pocket. And as a rebuilding, this word determination means the fixed intention to achieve a desired end. See, how many know that we all face obstacles, right? How many went through some things this week? Someone back there with their legs and hands up in the air. You've gone through some things. Maybe not this week. You've gone through some things in your life. Come on. You've gone through some things. You've gone through some battles. Now, I want you to see what happens. Verse 14 of Nehemiah chapter 4. It says this, then I looked, this is talk about Nehemiah, and I rose and I said to the nobles and the leaders, because they have all their haters coming up, enemies that are threatening them and their families, trying to keep them from progressing. And he said to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. I'm speaking to someone right now, that as you're beginning to rebuild, do not be afraid of them. Do not be afraid of those that are trying to stop your progress. Don't be afraid of yourself from being successful. Don't be afraid of failing. Don't be afraid of moving forward. Lord, I'm here to tell you right now, stop being afraid and start preparing yourself to step out. Somebody say amen. And I looked and I arose and said to the nobles, the leaders, and the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Notice this. I want to give you three points this morning. Remember the Lord. Everyone say remember. Remember. Then it says the great and awesome uh, God who will fight. For your brethren, your sons, your daughters, and your wives, and your homes. I need you to understand something this morning. What you're fighting for is bigger than you. Now, I've said it before, Judy. I'm so blown away. You're not fighting just for you. You've been fighting for your kids. And I know there's times that they wish you didn't fight so hard. Because they don't understand the struggle. That when they look at a guy like Cisco that's battled through addiction, through jail, and all of a sudden you're raising kids now that don't know what it is to be incarcerated. They haven't come from that life. Why? Because you broke that curse. You have to recognize it's bigger than you. Your walk with God isn't just about getting you to heaven. It's about living a legacy for your children and your children's children. Listen, it's not about you. We have to have the determination to go beyond you. But everything we look at today is just about us. you got to start thinking bigger than you. Nehemiah tells them this. Remember. The first thing I want you to understand is this, that if you're going to rebuild anything in life, anything in your future, anything that God has for your life, the first thing I want you to do is this, is you got to remember God is with you. Okay, let me try this side. 
First thing you've got to remember is God is with you. Amen. Thank you, Omaha. Thank you. You've got to remember God's with you. The great and awesome God is with you. And if God be with for us, if God be for us, you got to understand God is with you. He, he, not, not, I'll pray for you as you go. I'm with you. I'm with you through that marital strife. I'm with you through your financial trouble. I'm with you through your education. I'm with you through that lust. I'm with you through that failure. I'm with you through that process. I'm with you when I gave you the promise. I'll be with you when you achieve the promise. And I'll be with you in the process of the promise. I am with you. I promise to never leave you nor forsake you. Somebody has to remember that God is with you this morning. Second thing I want you to see is this, Nehemiah chapter 4, chapter 4, verse 17. Those who built on the wall and those who carried the burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction. Now, now see what happens here. The enemy is beginning to rise against them and they're attacking them as they're rebuilding the wall. So Nehemiah has to have the people prepared. I, I, we can't stop building the wall just to fight. And we can't just build the wall and not fight. We have to be prepared for both. And so with one hand, they work. The second thing I want you to see that needs to take place in our lives is that you got to keep building. Let me talk to all the fathers, the husbands in this house right now. Every single mom, every single dad. You cannot walk away on your family. Why? Because you got to keep building. Someone has to be building the family. Someone has to be building your mind. Someone has to build your character. You can't just fight or, or, or just focus in on, okay, I'm just going to serve God. You got to build. You got to actively build. You got to get your hands to build. You got to take, no one's going to build your life but you. Say it again, Pastor. We're waiting for someone to come add value to us. You're never going to break addiction until you get to work building it. You're never going to fix your marriage until you get busy preparing it. You're never going to help your kids until you get busy bringing about a change. It's up to you to get busy and build. Now, I'm speaking this to myself. It's not up to the, to, to the world to build the things I need. It's up to me to build. If I want to change, if it's got to be, it's got to be me. And many of us are waiting for someone to come, come take care of it for us. That somehow the, the whole, you know, Walt Disney, you know, Beauty and the Beast uh, transformation is going to happen. You're going to go up in the air, spin around a couple times, come back down, hit the ground, and go from a beast to a beauty. It don't happen like that in real life. You got to work something called the process. There's a process to making it happen. Now, third thing I want you to see is this. Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 17. And with the other hand or with the other held a weapon. Oh, come on, somebody. One side, I'm putting brick, mortar, other side, I got my sword. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Because you know what? I'm going to build on this side, but if you attack my family, I'm going to take you down. 
We, we got to rise up and stop being wimp spiritually once again. You got to be willing to rise up and protect the things that God has given to you. You got to begin to protect your dream. You got to protect your walk with God. You got to stand up and say, I'm going to build and I'm going to restore. But at the same time, I'm going to defend and protect as well. They were willing to rebuild the wall, but they weren't going to allow the enemy to come in. Now, now. Adam's number one failure wasn't when they ate the apple. It's when he allowed the serpent into the garden. And many of us are allowing things into our gardens that shouldn't be there. Yet they begin to build and they protect it. Build and fight. I want to tell someone here, you lost your fight. And it's time to pick up your sword once again and recognize my family is worth fighting for. In Nehemiah chapter 6. They, they, they make it through this little pause and they begin to rebuild and they get the wall done. They just haven't hung the gates. Now, now, now notice this as we bring this to a close this morning. Now it happened when Samballat, Tobiah, and Geshem, the Arab, and the rest of our enemies heard that I had rebuilt the wall and there were no breaks left in it, though at the time I had not hung the doors and the gates, that Samballat and Geshem sent to me saying, come let us meet together among the villages in the plain of what? Of where? But they thought to do me harm. I shared with you a few weeks ago about Geshem, Samballat, and Tobiah. Samballat name means get, sin gives life. You know that's a lie from the world. That's a lie from the pit of hell. So you're going to have the lies that are going to come against you. You're going to have a Geshem, which is that word Geshem literally means it's a, it's a gospel and God is good. It's truth. But this guy wasn't walking with God. And then you have Tobiah, whose name means rain or tough times in life. You're going to have these things come against you while you're rebuilding the wall in life. Every one of us, as we begin to rebuild the walls that have been destroyed in our lives, every single one of us, as we begin to take time to rebuild, to put back together, as you begin to build, you're going to have the tough times in life, the lies of the world that are going to call out to you. And they're going to tell you to come down and meet with us where? In the valley of where? Of where? Now, we've all been, we've all been to oh no before. You, you've been, why do you want to go back to the valley of oh no if that's where you came out of? You, you've been there, oh no, my car broke down. Oh no, my marriage is on the verge of divorce. Oh no, I don't have enough money. Oh no, this addiction is driving me crazy. Oh no, I, I slept with this guy or that girl or this person or that. And you find yourself, we've all been in the place called oh no. We've been in the valley of oh no. We've lived in the valley of oh no. We've received our mail in the valley of oh no. Why would you want to go back to oh no when God took you out of that place? Those things will call you down off the wall, but I love that the enemy will always try to get you to stop your progress and step into the valley of oh no. But I want you to see that being a finisher is imperative. What am I talking about? Take a look at this. Look at the screen right here. Beautiful stuff. So you nervous about the fight? You're scared to death. You don't look scared? Well, you ain't supposed to. Then you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I think I do. Y you know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. 
Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, what, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself. And this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only going to end up bad for you, and it's going to end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. That's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day. It was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Nehemiah chapter six, verse three. When they call him off the wall as he's building, Nehemiah responds with this. He doesn't even go meet with them. He sends messengers to go meet with them. And he says, I can't stop the work right now, paraphrasing. I can't stop and come down to you because the work I'm doing is a great work. I can't stop building my marriage. I can't stop building my future. I can't stop building my sobriety. I can't stop building my ministry. I can't stop building my family to stop to go down and meet with you suckers. Some of you are allowing too many things in life to distract you from building. I'll get back to it later. But you need to recognize that you're on that wall for a purpose. He says, why should the work stop? Because I'm doing a okay work, a good work. What's he say? 
a great work. You know, getting your education is a great purpose. Walking with God is a great thing. Breaking that addiction is a great thing. And as you're building, why are you letting small things get you off the wall? You have to be willing to make a declaration. I'm speaking to every man, woman, and child in this place this morning that started building and started restoring your life only to allow those things that are calling out to you, the Tobias, Geshems, and Sandballots of life calling you off the wall. But I'm here to tell you today, you have to make a declaration. I'm not coming down. I'm doing too good of a work. I'm not going to come off this wall. My family's too important. My purpose is too important. My call is too important. Determination. I refuse to stop. Okay, you made progress, good for you. But did you finish? Nehemiah said, I can't come off this wall. The gates aren't hung yet. I can't come off this wall. It's not totally completed yet. And some of us see with the progression that we make and we think, wow, look how far I came. I've made some progress here. I could deal with this later. I'm here to tell you this morning is that you have to make a declaration, I'm not coming down. I'm looking for some that would have that purpose within their heart that would say, you know what, I've started building something, and if you're going to be, uh, if you're going to, nothing just happens, it only happens through determination. you got to be a finisher. Anyone can start something, but can you finish? Can you cross the finish line today? Can you say, I'm not coming off this wall? I'm not going to quit what God started in my life. Some of you have started, you've come so far, and I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the progress you made. But you know what? There's farther to go. Don't stop now. Keep building until you complete the wall. Looking for one person to stand up and yell out, I'm not coming down. So one person that has that ability in yourself to say, I'm not coming down. That what you're building is too important today, and you're saying, I'm not coming down. Just one person that's willing to make a declaration and say, I'm not coming down. One person that's willing to make a declaration to your family that I'm not coming down. One person that's willing to shout out and say, I'm not coming down. That what I'm doing is a great work. I'm not coming down. You got to make that decision for yourself. You got to make it for your family. You got to make it for your future. I'm not just shouting this to look cool. I'm shouting it because I'm making a declaration today that my past in the rubble is not going to get in the way of me rebuilding my life any longer. You don't have to go with me. But listen, I'm letting you know right now, I'm changing my address. I no longer live in the valley of Ono. I'm not dwelling in the valley of Ono any longer. You know what? I'm dwelling in the valley of promise from this day forward. I want to challenge you this morning, right where you are. Just lift your hands. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. 
You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash CWC Bay Area.